0: The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com.
1: Today's episode of Bitchless Bride the Podcast is sponsored by guestboard.co, allowing your guests to share more than just their dance moves. Let's get bitchless. We so actually do know what we're talking about. <laughs> I wore that f***ing tiara in t- until like 4 in the morning. Shut up, Nathan! Oi! Hi guys, it's Deb DeFrancesco with Bitchless Bride, the podcast. How are you? Thanks for coming back. We have a great guest today, but before I introduce her, I wanted to say hello to Nathan Venn. Hello. And Carrie Tabaski. Hello, hello, hello. And Dave Yazd. Oh, did she got oh, the golf club? Dave
0: gets Oh, do I, is that for me or you,
1: Dave? The golf club. You guys can split the golf club. All right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh well, I'm so happy. I'm so excited about our guest today, you guys. You know that I love my my uh my wedding blogs and websites and all that fun stuff and everything pretty and cool and different. So well, I mean, how do I beat that? I just, I, I like just beat my own entrance. <laughs> what? Today we're talking with executive Dr- uh, editor Catherine Clark with Offbeat Bride. Offbeat Bride is probably one of my favorite wedding planning sites for a multitude of reasons. Bridey, if you're in the mood to be inspired in a way that rocks a totally different feel than your conventional wedding planning inspiration, then be prepared to be blown away by this super cool website. Offbeat Bride is so much more than delicious, amazing, and kickass bridal candy. Did you like that, Nathan? <laughs> that just, was pretty good. Right, that's like one of my better lines. It's about reality. <laughs> it's about real life. Oh my god, we're looking at your website right now, yes, and please. and wedding porn. Oh my god, the wedding porn specifically—that fucking dress. All right, hold on. Let me that's, focus. Let me focus. That is that is so bad. <laughs> wedding ass. porn. That Off is Be wedding Bride. porn. I need a minute. Um, but anyway, th- really, what Offbeat Bride is—it's real life. It's real couples, real weddings, and real different than what you're used to seeing. Plus, Offbeat offers a tremendous amount about wedding planning advice strewn throughout their site. There's even a, quote, new reader button that directs you to Wedding Planning Basics 101, which I think we can all appreciate. And sometimes you need to go back to those basics, right?
0: I just want to say, I'm going to interrupt for one second because I'm looking at your website, and at the very bottom, I scrolled down. Well, not the very bottom. I scrolled down and I got to um, your source for wedding ideas and inclusive wedding planning. And I love that.
1: That's me clapping. So, but why don't we introduce Catherine because she's she's amazing and she makes all of these pretty things come to life. Um, so please welcome Miss Catherine Clark. Yay. Yay! Hello. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for being on the show. We are so 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 excited to be here. And it's funny, um, brides, grooms, if you're looking, uh, if you go to the April first under wedding porn. You will see. What, oh my God! I'm just can't. digging right into this website. I, I, oh, oh my God, that wedding dress! I'm How about the groom. Sh- the I know groom. the groom. Oh, <laughs> the groom is so hot. He's like, tattoos. and she's stunning. Yeah, and she's stunning in her dress. But like, I love. I mean, that dress is so amazing, and he's in like, is that velvet? Oh, is that I love velvet? That. Yeah, it's velvet. Yeah. Oh, she's like, yeah. Oh, oh my, yeah. Oh, we just blew it up on our screen. It and is, the tattoos. Are those tattoos? Yes. Hi he's oh. covered. Oh, yeah.
2: It's funny. Your reaction is my reaction every day. I've worked here for eight years and every day it's like holy shit. Look at that dress. Holy shit. Look at whatever. <laughs> it's every day. It's great.
1: Isn't that but isn't that amazing? And we still love it. Oh, eight oh, years. This is later. a better picture. Oh, where's a wait? Where's another I picture?
0: Just, I just clicked on read more. Oh, and, got, oh, and
1: then they both got bigger. They're, yeah, they uh, did. But, it, and it's, <laughs> you know what, Catherine, you had a totally valid point. Like, I, I play on your website, and I say play because obviously I'm not getting married. Um, but there's so much totally to play. look at. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, and like I said, it's eye candy and it's bridal candy for us. Oh, there yeah. he is, all serious with scotch. Oh, my God. I can't even. So, well, why don't we get started? Um, We, you know, as I mentioned, we're talking with Offbeat Bride. And so here's a two part question. So I want to know a little bit about how you got started in the wedding space and how you ended up ended up at Offbeat Bride. And then just give us the two cent tour of the fabulous Ariel, the founder of Offbeat Bride and Offbeat Empire.
2: Sure. So uh, for me, it started the same way as, as it is for you right now. I was playing around. Um, I'd actually found Offbeat Bride through the, our sister site, Offbeat Home and Life. Uh, and it's just lifestyle content, decor and outfits. And so that was an easy, easy fit for me. But then I started to see these weird um, weddings pop in. And at that time in you know 2007, they were fairly weird. <laughs> Maybe we wouldn't think they're weird now, but, but back in the day, it wasn't uh, quite as acceptable to be a little wilder in the wedding space. Uh, So they put out an ad for an editor and I had had some experience writing and working as a web producer. So um, while I had no experience in weddings, literally none, uh, she took a chance on me and I've been here for eight years now. And um,
1: it's been a really fun
2: ride. Yeah. So funnily, I was had never been married, was nowhere near getting engaged, but finally I am. So that's good. But um, oh,
0: yay. Congratulations.
2: congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, so Ariel uh, is our founder and she was the original writer or the only, sorry, the only writer of Offbeat Bride back in 2007, I think it was published. Wow. And her third edition is coming out um, pretty soon. So let's see, uh, fall of 2019 is I believe when it's coming out, oh my God. it'll be completely revised. It has 30% new content. So that's a pretty big deal for us.
1: That's amazing. And
2: yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's it, back in the day, the book was m- very much a memoir for her and now it's going to be uh, a little bit more inclusive of marriage equality and social media etiquette, Amen. um, wedding planning with disabilities, things that weren't quite as, uh, in the forefront, you know, that nobody
1: talks talk about, about. we and I, you know, I love that, too. And I and I, I and I love it you are talking about this and Offbeat Bride is talking about this because like we don't all fall under the same umbrella and you know like I eloped and you know some people don't want to wear white or maybe they just shouldn't. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But like do you know what I mean? Excuse me. And like they just, Nathan's like crying. I'm not that funny. Are you making, I can't tell if you're making fun of me.
0: Uh, A little bit of both. Oh Oh, my God.
1: He's like, "Bitch, you didn't wear white for a reason." <laughs> no, but I think it's great like we're seeing so many different possibilities and and it really runs the gamut. If you want a large wedding, a small wedding, gay, straight, whatever you are, whoever you are and whoever you're marrying, like there's a celebration for you. And 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 looking at your site, we can help you get there. And it doesn't mean that you have to wear white and fall under this particular, you know, fit in this particular box, which I, which I am obsessed with, and that makes me so happy. I mean, we got to be inclusive. We're we're all in it together, people. <laughs> Nathan, Absolutely. what? I'm oh just my god, smiling. All I'm doing is smiling. You're, you're giving me date. this look like. I have a shirt on my site called shut up Nathan because I like literally I don't think I've said it yet but I'm about to right. it's on the tip of my tongue but <laughs> anyway so you mentioned you're getting married in a few shut up Nathan ah, that's a sound bite I love it um <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I swear we haven't been drinking yet <laughs> Nathan's drinking Diet Coke um, but you're getting married in a few months or next month you said so right. how, how has wedding planning been for you you know, I really thought I'd have a better handle on it
2: after eight <laughs> years of working at a wedding blog, but I really uh, was surprised at how much I didn't know? Because I think you you come from wedding planning, right? Yes. From that space. Okay. So I think there you're, you're seeing everything from the ground up and we're just seeing everything after the fact and how pretty everything is and, and, you know, giving advice as we can, but, but when you have to do it for the first time, you really see what's actually involved. So it was a little bit of a surprise for me.
1: Um, <laughs> what, yeah. what in particular, so what was, what do you think your uh, biggest, you know, like, Oh shit, I didn't expect that moment.
2: Yeah, I think logistics-wise, I was okay, but I realized that, you know, as a wedding blogger, that I'd seen enough to know that I'd seen too much, and I had no <laughs> idea what my own style was or what I might DIY, and it was more just figuring out who we are as a couple in this, you know, because like you said, you can do anything you want, and it's very accepted now to do anything you want and to be authentic to yourself, so yeah, it was really just figuring out what we wanted to do, and, and, and we did ultimately decide, but, um, you know, it's going to be very small. Um, and we're very much into pop culture and movies so we're kind of oh. having like a theme of that Ooh, I love so, it yeah it's going to be fun and, and obviously a huge priority on food because we love to eat so
1: oh my there God, is <laughs> so much you're in good thing? company girl you're in good company we, <laughs> we always say that we work out to support our eating habit here and exactly, Carrie, exactly. Carrie brought in holla bites holla. Oh. but like the, I, I've been eating so healthy <laughs> I haven't even had a drink in like about a week Wow! Wow! Hey! <laughs> hey! Whoa! And it's Friday night, and I'm like already thinking, like, huh? You can do this. I can. I do this. What puddle, is that like? What is
0: that like? By the way, it, I it wouldn't is. Know.
1: You know, I will tell you, it's. I do feel good. <laughs> like <gasps> I wasn't drinking every night or anything, but I definitely trying to. I really like good food and rich food, and it's important. and It's important to have at a wedding, and I and and it's also really important to you know melt that truffle. Cheese into your omelette like <laughs> like what that's the shit I do because and I'm like why not because why not? but then I'm like, okay, how am I still chubby and I go to the gym like do you know what I mean like a lot like I shouldn't have this, but that's another podcast <laughs> but so you mentioned so your wedding is I love the pop culture so are are you kind of like in between offbeat or more traditional?
2: Uh, I would say that I'm somewhere in the middle so um uh, it's a really tiny, secular wedding. We don't have a wedding party. Um, we're kind of going with a, a sort of wrapping, although way. it's not weird. No, it's, like- it's not weird. It's <laughs> yeah, so- awesome. Yeah. And I'm not going to wear white for whatever reason you want to pick. Um, <laughs> feel free to pick one. But, uh, so I, I, and then, but then in some ways it's very traditional because you know, we're going to have a ceremony and it goes straight into kind of a dancing reception with some <sighs> games. So in some ways it's super traditional in some ways it's not. So, and I feel like almost every wedding is like that now, because even if it's, you know, LGBTQ or it's polyamorous, whatever it is, there's usually traditions that they're pulling back into it that feel authentic to them. So it's just whatever
1: blend you want to I love the blend. I love that you said the word blend because I think and I think what Nathan and I've seen a lot, too, is that you don't have to be Indian to have some Indian traditions strewn in because a lot of of some of the cultural aspects are beautiful and wonderful. And I'm seeing people bring in things uh, to make it more interesting and because they believe in a certain Feeling or that the, you know whatever they're emanating that they want their guests to feel, and I think that bringing in things. um There was once a couple I had who brought in the most amazing banger dancers, which was so fun and just totally got the energy going of the crowd. And I think people were like, "Oh my god, who the fuck are they Oh, they're hired! <laughs> like, what was that? Oh my god, wait, that was amazing!" and but I like it because people are blending in what works for them. But like you said, with the blend comes a lot of choice. And sometimes having too many choices is really difficult. <laughs> like, Absolutely.
2: You know? <laughs> Yeah, I think, too, when you're bringing in cultures that are either under your umbrella or outside of it, all it takes is is being mindful of um, being respectful towards them exactly. and just being aware of, of the background and why it's used and when you can use it. And it's definitely feasible to do. And I think most couples these days are really mindful of that and are just throwing things in willy nilly that, you know, are not something they can really claim.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I but the, but that's what I love. In it, in And like you said, I feel like each wedding lately has been an experience. It's not as cookie cutter as it used to be. Uh, and and for me, and and you know, being a planner, and Nathan's a planner. I think that's really that's nice for us. <laughs> selfishly, I, mean, I
0: think if you're going cookie cutter, it's a waste of time. Now it, like, it is. There's it's so such many ways. options, and you can do whatever you want. Yes. Why would you go cookie cutter?
1: Exactly. Like unless you give cookies away, which we always <laughs> <do>. <laughs> we'll, eat them. we'll eat them. We will eat your cookies, but you don't <laughs> have to. It doesn't have to be cookie cutter. So. Um, You know, and it's and it's funny. Something I've been asking a lot of the interviews that we've had lately on Bitchless Bride, the podcast, is that, you know, I'm somebody who preaches perspective. I really want to focus on on the marriage, not just the wedding. So, based on what you've seen over the years at Offbeat Bride what's like a piece of perspective you can share with our listeners about getting married? Like maybe something that, like you said, you've seen after the fact that you're like, "Oh, that was so cool. Or like, wow, I never thought of doing it that way. Something along those lines.
2: Sure. I I think related to what we were just talking about, a lot of offbeat bride readers feel they have to be super different or super DIY. But trying to be different um, in a way that isn't authentic to you can be really trying and it takes a lot of time. Um, So, what I have found is that after a long week of work or whatever you're doing, you know, life happens. Um, sometimes there's just time to, to carefully craft and customize like every detail. Sometimes you just have to pick your battles on what guests will even notice. And <laughs> spoiler, it's going to be food or music, um, as far as I'm concerned. Um, then just pick your battles on what you want to spend your time on. Pick three things that are super important to you um, and let everything else either happen naturally or you know, just aren't quite as carefully crafted as those, let's say, three things. Um, so for me, it's just about prioritizing um, the things that you think will make an impact and whatever those may be. Maybe it's your fashion choice. Maybe it's food. Whatever it is, you know, pick those things. So it keeps you from being super overwhelmed by all of the choices, like you said, oh that my, there are out there yes. to
1: have. So, I yeah. love that you said that the top th- – it's like you need your top three. And, right. and, and for me, like you said, and it's the spoiler, it's food, it's <laughs> booze, and it's the entertainment because all of those can really make or break your party. I mean, the entertainment is huge. Uh, I've unfortunately seen and done. I mean, I've been at parties, unfortunately, where it hasn't necessarily been the best dj or nathan made a face i wish you could see it nathan just oh my god i wish i wish this is one where you had a video podcast but i was just like but no but it is so important like you said and then you have to say okay what's the most important thing to you and your sig other that's gonna make it feel authentic to you and and i feel like when when nathan and i have consultations with new brides a lot of what comes out of their mouth is Oh, I want it to be different. I want it to be unique. And you know what? It's not. Nothing. Everything's really been done. Everything. Everything. And Catherine, you touched on something so important. What's unique to you? You know, like, and like you said, I love that you're throwing in pop culture. And like, that is amazing.
0: And to focus on those few things. And guests aren't going to notice the other stuff that you didn't do.
1: I care so much. They won't notice so much that
2: they won't notice. And I feel like if you're a botanical person who loves plants, then maybe you should focus on your centerpieces
1: or your floors, yeah. but
2: otherwise pick the things that, you know, guests will be interacting with more
1: unless you really love some element of the decor or something like that. Did you know that the average guest spends over $700 to attend a wedding? Crazy. Luckily, there's a new tool called Guest Board that is designed specifically for group events like weddings and lets everyone communicate with each other so they can save time and money. Super easy to use. Just invite who you want from your guest list and they immediately have a private space where they can see who else is going Plan carpools, share rental cars, and get a bunch of awesome discounts. They're all going to meet on the dance floor anyway, right? You can create your free event board today at guestboard.co. It all comes back to what's important to the two of you. You know what I mean? And, like, what are the two of you about versus, you know what I mean? What's everyone expecting, you know? So, yeah. actually, Dave is bringing up, Dave is one of my dave is the the guy who puts in all the fun sound effects and makes my podcast sound awesome and he just slipped me a note that said a suggested question but it's a good question dave you should ask it
0: i have my moments i guess
1: you do have your (laughs) moments let's use them when we got them dude yeah
0: you mentioned pop culture and we here at the boston podcast network cha-ching uh uh, (laughs) a
1: nice plug dude
0: we're pop culture heads too so we were wondering like what what are we talking about? Like, what kind of movies or TV shows or other things are you uh, featuring?
2: That's a great question because I've seen a lot of movie-themed or, or pop culture-themed uh, weddings that have really run the gamut. We've had, you know horror movie-themed weddings and Halloween weddings, and um, you know ours is definitely more of the geeky variety. So, yeah, um, you know, like what? Like tell me, tell me. Like- Thrones, nice. Lord of the Rings. Um, we also like uh, like Jurassic Park and Ghostbusters. Wow. So, oh, <laughs> <my.
1: gasps> Dave yeah. and I were just talking about it. I quote yeah. Ghostbusters all like, are you a god? Like, wait, we do
0: are We talking? You said horror. Are we talking like Bride of Frankenstein?
2: sure oh my gosh that'd be such a, a nail on the head right? yeah I'm yeah. sure I'm sure <laughs> it's Spot been on. done like you yeah. said everything's been done and it's dogs and cats living together it's massive hysteria
1: <laughs> oh my god oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that one <laughs> I love it see dave you have your moments too oh uh, shucks thank
0: uh, you shucks. It's called producing yeah I know
1: he does he like but he's smart like that and he you know I'll, I'll stop before. also a nerd yes Big, giant.
0: <laughs> okay. Now I don't like the way this is heading. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading all the stories. there There's this one story that um, about a secluded and magical wedding in a golden lit lavender field in Croatia, and they have a hand fasting. Ceremony and I'm fascinated with what a hand fasting ceremony is. Oh, yeah,
1: click that
0: link.
2: Sure. So hand fasting is you, you probably know this too, but um there it, it's uh, comes from a couple of different origins. Uh, it's a pagan influenced and it's basically just the tying of hands together via um, you know, ribbons or, say, like or some a silk kind of a, like yeah. What you should Very see what cool. they're
1: trying to Nathan and Carrie are tying their <laughs> hands together.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're demonstrating right. They're now. demoing.
1: This yeah. is, you So that's, that's guys, really you know it is. A, you know, it's a podcast. We need a right? picture
2: of this. <laughs> <laughs> Will well, Nathan. All right, I'll take Now, it. that we haven't seen a 50 Shades <laughs> hand fasting, Oh, with a Nathan
1: and a Carrie. <laughs> with a Nathan and a Carrie who don't want to touch each <laughs> other. Don't, well, I mean, we <laughs> do, I but just not in that way. Oh. I love sitting in your lap. Oh, he's got a good lap. No, oh, no. It doesn't
0: Okay. And he smells good. Yeah. Is that what you're going to say? No, I was going to talk about last season when he. Oh, he's he sma- loves oh my to God. smack your
1: ass. He loves to, s- Nathan loves to smack my ass. I've never met a gay man who hits my ass more than my husband. Like, you do. You gave me like a fucking five star the last. You're welcome. Time. It was. I kind of liked it. It was a good night later. <laughs> I love when I can make you choke on your water, Nathan. I really, I mean, it makes me so happy. Okay, but anyway. Back to
0: offbeat, please.
1: Should we take a break from the questions? Do you want to do like um, um, my, my little... I got a dear bitch list that I'm, like, kind of obsessed with. All right. Let's do the dear bitch list if I can find it. Oh, here it is. Sorry. 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 Okay. Dear bitch list. Okay. I have to tell you just to lead up to this. I want this woman to be my friend. Okay? She wrote in to me and she said, I'm legitimately struggling with my guest list. It feels completely impossible because I'm one of the first to get married in my friend group, which is very large. And I work with a lot of great people, but the budget is already busting at the seams. Oh, and I need to make a few cuts. But how? Where? Who? <laughs> <laughs> I know she's Why? Like, Why? Um, I'm scared I will lose friends based on who makes the list and who it's doesn't. So hard. How do I trim when I want everybody to be there and know that I love them? Overwhelmed. That's I don't even know her name. Go to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Debbie, to follow Debbie's footprints. F- what? Oh, God, overwhelm. That is hard. I, I think for me, you have to have real conversations with people. I think you just have to be honest. You have to choose the family and friends maybe that have been in your life the longest, those you feel closest to, and then be really painfully honest with the others and just say, I don't have a budget. I love you. This is not a snub. You know. And for some people, maybe you are snubbing them, and you're like, see ya. Bye. Take the hint. See you later. You know what I mean? But... I don't know. What do you guys think? I think it's oh it's so tough. I mean
0: right. uh, we went from, you know, now we just planned bot mitzvah's, but um it's so hard just to like cut to do that list. Yep. I know, I I know it's so this tough. is what so tough for you, it, Carrie. No, I know. <laughs> no, but it's hard like you wanna just say, look, We have our closest friends. Anybody who, like, I would say anybody who I don't call or who wouldn't call me and say, hey, how are you doing? Oh, that's a good point. Let's go out that we don't socialize with on a regular basis or just even talk with on the phone. uh, Cut
1: them or don't include them on the list. Yeah, but be Be honest. Yeah, but that's the thing. I feel like if I didn't make the cut and i Listen, bitch, if you called me once. If you called me once (laughs) a while instead of catching up with my life on Facebook or Insta, then... I don't know. Well,
0: and I think Facebook actually, Brit, you bring up a good point with Facebook, that everyone thinks that they know what's going on in everybody's lives, and everyone thinks they're a part of other people's lives, so they should be a part of this. Does yeah. that make sense? It does. It does. Or but am I
1: just pulling this up? That's so curated sometimes. Okay. You know,
2: Catherine, yes. what do you think? this is the biggest thing that we that we find people struggle with. And, you know, if you can't afford to have everyone there, um, I always suggest having or planning to have another party afterwards, maybe with specific sets of people. If you can't get all your work friends or your cousins or whoever it happens to be, just plan another satellite celebration. I, there's a trend now of wedding weekends and sort of breaking up your wedding into two parts. And, and I think it's much easier, more palatable for those friends who are cut if there's another, opportunity to celebrate. to celebrate. So yeah, we're going to have it intimate here, but then we're going to have a big bash at a bar at some point. That's always what I would think is, is a
1: good yeah, way to handle it. I, I like that. And I, I like that you said the satellite celebration. That might, be my, <laughs> yeah. that might be one of my favorite lines ever, actually. But it's true because you don't want to hurt people's feelings. You don't want to lose. You definitely don't want to lose friends. I mean, unless you're Wanting to lose the friend, yeah. but this this girl clearly doesn't. She seems like a really nice person who's legit struggling, and that is that's a hard thing because, I mean, with each person and each couple, it adds hundreds of dollars. So it's it's not it's not a simple. I wrote an article on Bitchless Bride. I think this was like a few years ago, basically saying you're if you don't have that honest conversation, then you are cutting somebody out of your life. So you have to absolutely have that honest conversation, or else you're you guys are done. Like that's the line in the sand for a lot of people.
2: What do you? And laughing? the sad thing is that the sad thing is that those younger folks who haven't been married yet will see what happens when they get married and how expensive it is, and they may have a change of heart. Exactly, oh, and they'll now. come
1: back. Oh my yeah. God, You get, they're <laughs> laughing. On your website, you have, a, you have a card that said, Weddings are so gay. <laughs> <That's Yes. that. laughs> and then they underneath are. the caption
0: is, This wedding is super gay. Five ways to make your wedding
1: gay as hell. Yes. That was Pride hell yeah. Month. yeah. That is awesome. amazing. I love it. Awesome. Oh my God, I also love that, it, you know, obviously it's a rainbow. I mean, that's fantastic. Absolutely. Boston Weddings Bubbly Brunch is here. Join me, Deborah DiFrancesco, De on Sunday, May 5th at Four Seasons Boston for an amazing day of exclusive pampering and wedding planning with Boston Weddings Magazine, This event gives brides and grooms to be an intimate opportunity to dive into their wedding preparation among some of the city's top wedding professionals. Guests will mingle with local wedding experts while enjoying live entertainment, complimentary bubbly and cocktails, a luxurious brunch from Four Seasons Boston, and so much more. Get your tickets now at bostonmagazine.com slash bubblybrunch. That's bostonmagazine.com slash bubblybrunch. Let's talk about the wedding and the marriage itself. So I know that Offbeat Bride helps those getting married, like kind of ease into the post-wedding afterlife with Offbeat Home and the Empire. And I got to tell you, I'm I'm really obsessed that you take it to the next level. So how how did that all come to be? And tell me what it entails. Like if I'm getting married, because there the, you kind of get the blues after when it's all done and. <sighs> You know, I've written about that and it's, and it's a real thing. It's like, you've been building up to this for so long. And then afterward you're like, well, now what do I do? You know, it's funny
2: you say that. Uh, I'm actually really lucky because we're going to start house hunting after the wedding. And I feel (laughs) like it's the one thing where I'm like, oh good, there's something else to look forward to
1: (laughs) because I don't want to have
2: that. Yeah. yeah. So Offbeat Home in Life is, is one of those sites where um, first I came in through that one. So I already knew it was pretty cool, but um, yeah, it's an easy transition from, you know, kind of the the big stresses to of wedding planning to the big stresses of life and um, I think now uh, a lot of lifestyle outlets are embracing diversity and feminist perspectives but back in 2008 when Upbeat Home started uh, it wasn't quite as prevalent so it sort of stood out as as a, a pretty Uh, open-minded place where you're not going to get judged for your LGBTQ family or your poly relationship or your weird and wild ways of decorating or dressing or, (laughs) you know, trying to be goth at work, whatever those offbeat, you know, lifestyle choices are. And almost everyone has some offbeat lifestyle element to their lives. So anybody can find something on Offbeat Home. And I just find it's a really easy transition to go straight into that, to talk about your relationship or um, you know, trying to ease into marriage when maybe you're a little quirkier than other people. So I love, I love it. And that's, it's how I found the empire. And I still love it.
1: Oh, it's great. We're looking at a very cute baby right now. <laughs> yeah. A lot of The babies, baby yeah. dressed
0: up as a baby bear. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's so
2: cute. Oh my yeah, God. Sometimes it's all just baby, baby pictures that you look at, you know, it's fun uh, stuff to look at or issues that we're all dealing with.
1: Oh my oh my <gasps> god. Oh my god. We're looking oh my god the babies. I don't wanna, why are we so I don't want to have god another baby but babies. No, it's just it's cuz it's sweet and like this is oh my god the cheeks. I just want to eat those. Oh my god, they're so cute. But that but <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, my mother-in-law told me the other day, she literally said to me, she's like, oh, I saw. And her like very big boss in action. She's like, I saw. <laughs> I saw a six-week-old baby. I'm like, don't get any ideas, Diane. <laughs> I'm like, my tubes are tied. I'm all done. Thanks for playing. I can appreciate and love looking at babies, but we Ugh. are... The shop is closed. <laughs> like, done no, thank you. Just window shopping at this point. Yes, 100%. 100%. So let's have, like, a little bit of fun here. So, like, it's some random funny questions to think about. Um, so I always joke around on the podcast that my theme song is Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve. Do you have one? I, I'm always curious. Like, and Nathan, have you come up with one yet for fuck's sake? Like <laughs> Nathan's like, right how do you? Oh, it's not. It's about Catherine. Yes. So like when Catherine, when you're having like a kick ass day and you're like, oh, motherfucker, I'm like owning the shit out of my life. What song plays in your head? It's funny that you mentioned Bittersweet Symphony only
2: because when I think of that end scene of Cruel Intentions, Intention. There it is. Oh, my God. God. I will be you. in a car. Oh, I'll be in a car and I'm just like singing it in my head pretending I'm her. Anyway, but I love that choice. That is so good. (laughs) Um, For me, I don't have a specific one, but right now I can't stop listening to Lizzo. So whenever like Good as Hell comes on or Waterman, any of those really – like nice. life affirming, body positive. She's great. If you don't, if you I haven't listened her to her yet, just
1: yes, her videos are amazing. So
2: good. She's always on Instagram looking for uh bigger women to do dancing with her, and I am just like, Please <laughs> give me more of this. You are a goddess. So for for me, it's all about her right now. But I'm sure it'll change, or I will adopt Bittersweet Symphony for well, my you
1: driving. Can, you, can because that. It's so you can have So good. Thank it's, you. It's such I I I I don't know why, and it started so long ago. Although lately, um M83 Midnight City. Every time I hear that. Mm. oh right like that's carrie's looking at me like i don't know if i, I know this no. i'll play it for you it's i love okay. it it's a very good one um who's your hall pass like who'd be on your list <laughs> who'd be on your list of famous people yeah. to have sex with if you got a pass from your sick other all right get get a
2: big pat
1: out because i'm going to start oh that's another one on. where i think
2: we all think a lot about it
1: oh but... i banged i banged on hold the... on Oh, there th- sorry. we go. Oh my God, I banged too hard on the desk and my mic went out. Dave, just sorry, Catherine. I was all excited no. about your big pad of people. <laughs> We're all laying on a big pad. Yes.
2: <laughs> but anyway, oh, wow. uh, I love her so, so much. I, let's see who are I, you know what? Who I've always loved is Jeff Goldblum.
0: Ah, which, wow. totally you know, underestimated circa um Jurassic, uh, Park, Jurassic Park, or yeah. uh, The hot. Big Chill.
1: <gasps> he's Ooh, super that. tall. Yes, yeah. uh, both those movies, he looks hot. Yeah, he's and aged well, too.
2: He ha- I think he looks better now than yeah, he did before. Yeah, he got better with either age. Either way, he's going to keep getting better. And <laughs> then on the other end of the age spectrum, I love Tom Holland, who could be his, what, great grandson? I don't even know. <gasps> oh but I love him.
1: That is amazing. Um, and then
2: Kit Harington, who is Jon Snow.
1: Oh, Jon Snow, him. of course. Yeah, well, 100%. <laughs>
2: And then my last one is Rachel McAdams because she's my bonus round
1: for oh, girls. So. Oh, my God. I, when <laughs> I who love th- that you have a bonus round. <laughs> <when> and <laughs> who would throw her out of bed? Like, seriously. Yeah, I nobody. Her. I love her. I love her, too. She's oh on my, my list. It's so funny. Cause, oh, good. <laughs> oh, See, he does have good taste.
0: Yeah, I've always loved her. Just uh, so sort of pure looking.
1: Tom like, Holland, I mean, you are right. I mean, he's he is he's a good looking dude, but it's like mm-hmm. I still just picture him in Spider Man. <laughs> like, I think he's I'd like. Young.
0: A, I think I'd like Rachel McAdams and um, The Notebook. And, yeah. Yeah. And Ryan Gosling together. <laughs> like, you know, like my <laughs> has to be a threesome. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> like in the notebook. Like <laughs> she's like, I need a sandwich with the beard when he has the beard.
1: <laughs> Wait, where is it? Looking, oh my god, we're looking. I'm looking online.
0: at images. Just online. Like, look how
1: cute she is. She's yeah, so she's, cute.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh my god, I love all of those. I have a million of them. Someone reminded me about Zach Afron the other day, and like now he's like cut for some soldier movie he's doing, and I I can't. Well, myself. he's in that, the Ted Bundy. Movie. Oh, that's. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And I might have died, literally. If like <laughs> like he would have taken me home and I would have been mince meat. Like it would have been. Yeah. No, no, thank and you. You would have loved it. And I would have loved it until the <laughs> knife came out. <laughs> and then you wouldn't have felt anything. And then, and then everything would just go dark. <laughs> <laughs> and we've gone dark. <laughs> I know. And we've gone dark. Um, So and, uh, a neat. Little tidbit about Catherine. I know you also have a blog called Bijou and Bits, which I'm like, like I love about you. Um, are you making your own cake, girl? Or are you going to buy one? No.
2: Oh, gosh. That's one of those things where I, I care about it, but it's too much. I could not do it. Um, so we're going with just desserts in general,
0: Ooh. Uh, kind of a
2: display. And then we also opted to get like this dipped ice cream because we can't stop, <gasps> won't stop with the sugar. Um, so, yeah, we're going hardcore with desserts, but no cake, weirdly.
1: Um, no, that's not weird. I love cake, but I also love dessert. <laughs> so like no. as long as you're not skipping dessert altogether. Oh, no. We're I going mean hardcore dessert. Good. Uh-huh. Everyone needs it. I need sugar, especially because I haven't been eating a lot of it lately. I'm like, me, and like I'm like twitching because I need it. Uh cat or dog? I love both, but I'm firmly in camp cats.
2: Uh yeah, me too, girl. There's one right here. They're <sighs> so easy uh-huh. compared to dogs. Dogs are too much work. I don't know why every answer I have here is it's too much work, but that's firmly <laughs> what I, I have done. Uh yeah. Cats for me.
1: Me too. Me too. I've Yay. got two of them. They're brother and sister. They were born on my birthday, and they're kind of assholes. But like Nathan's, like your cats suck. Yeah, your cats are douche. Oh, uh, <laughs> my cats are douchebags. I <laughs> my other cat I had for seventeen years died a few years ago, and I was I I don't. I had a really hard time with that. Um, she was like my writing partner, and you know, would sit with me, and she would sleep next to my head, and I like loved her to pieces. And so, I adopted six-year-old, uh, long-haired, really sweet, really cute cats. But right now, they only like me, so it's been a little, like they hate my kids just blatantly. My husband, I think they, I think they were afraid of men. I'm not really sure how they ended up at the shelter but they like freak out if he goes to pet him. I'm like, Oh man. He's like, I think we got lemons. (laughs) I was like, no, (laughs) I love it. Um, wine or cocktail? Probably wine though. Similarly,
2: I'm not drinking a lot. So every time I do drink, I get super sloshed. So
1: (laughs) it's a feature. It is a good feature. I have to say like when you don't have that for a while, you're like, Oh yeah, I'm pretty drunk. That is amazing. (laughs) well i i think that's it like i does anyone have any other questions other than like we're on your amazing website i just
0: recommend checking out the website oh my
1: god it's so fun it's so i can't i can't stop
0: looking through everything
1: i know i'm not even getting married it's like rain on your wedding day like i can't even right now um so Catherine, obviously offbeatbride.com any other places tell us you know hopelessly plug yourself
2: uh, sure so offbeatbride.com offbeathome.com we're on all the social outlets as well we we are pretty heavy into Instagram I think
1: maybe I love that's your you Instagram did. that's how I found you
2: um yeah so uh yeah find us there and uh keep looking at the weird and wild things that we put out into the world that well we are allowed by other people to put on into
1: the world <laughs> <laughs> we we love that too yeah. yeah oh my god we love your Instagram page and oh my god we're on that too so thank you so much for being here and thank you for doing everything that you're doing for to make it just awesome for people to get married and know that they have choice and know that they don't all have to fit in the same box so thank you so so much thank you for having me it's been great congratulations we will want to have you back and hear everything about your wedding wish you the best of luck and if you need anything or have any questions definitely let us know okay thank you so much for all your time it's been great of course thanks Catherine. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Deborah Francesco signing out. You know where to find us. Bitchlessbride.com. Bitchlessbride on Instagram. Write me your letters. I love getting the Dear Bitchless lately. It's been so much fun. I, we really hope we're helping. And, uh, you know, that's all I got. Anyone else got anything to say?
0: Hey.
1: Right. Uh, Bye, peeps. Adios. Stay bitchless. Stay bitchless. Bye.